Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We are partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters, and everything in between. Swagatam, namaste, sasrekal. How are you? Bonjour. In Arriva Dutch, you know Arriva Dutchy. Do you mm. say it when you you enter the room, or do you say it when you leave? I have you no just, idea. I don't say can, it at all. You can say it both ways. You know, like perhaps. Ciao. Now, in the light of Her Majesty the Queen's Platinum Jubilee this weekend, we thought we would do a jubilee special because we've just been soaking in the atmosphere, sitting at the heart of the action in London. We've been watching things, sampling things, eating things. We've been we've got our finger on the nation's pulse. We would like to think, and it's still happening right now. It's still live. London is buzz. Is, I hate the word buzzing. Busy it, and buzzing. But it's buzzing. Yeah. So uh, let's look at what we've done in the last three days. This was meant to be a long bank holiday weekend. For those who don't know, a bank holiday is normally on a Monday, and it's these about what four or five in the whole year, right? Ginani, man. Ginani. Let's take your word for it. Ha. Wait, four, five, or ten years in and it normally falls on a Monday, and it is considered a long weekend because if you take, you know, if Saturday, Sunday, Monday, mila ke logon ko three days ki chutti milti hai. But this year, because the Queen is celebrating seventy years on the throne, they adjusted the dates around a little bit, and they gave two bank holidays, not on a Monday, Thursday, Friday. So it essentially became a long four-day weekend with festivities, celebrations planned across all four days. You mean anyone who could. Could get away. Try yes. to get away. Try no, but I think. But mayhem. Yeah. Planes not running. Because this also happened to trains, be half term. Trains on strike. Because it also happened to be half term, and for some strange reason, there were like fifty flights a day being cancelled. You were right; there was absolute mayhem. So I think uh, people were quite pleased that those who stayed back, like us, um, we got a lot. We got to see a lot, and it was really everybody is calling it a historic weekend, and surely it was historic because I don't think, forget our lifetime, anybody else is going to see a monarch on the throne for seventy years, the way monarchy is headed. Uh, Why? So, which way is it headed? No, because it looks like you know people are already predicting you that by the time it, say, it, that do you think there will be a monarchy in yeah. not uh, Prince Charles's generation, maybe Prince William's generation, but then Prince William's kids, uh, Prince George and all. Do you think there will be a monarchy? I doubt it very much. They might uh, follow the European example and become working royals in the sense that there'll be less of the pomp and ceremony. They'll be footing their own bills, uh, but they'll still be seen as figureheads. Who you know will facilitate business and you know be goodwill ambassadors for the country and all the rest of it, but they'll have to work really hard. You know, during this week there have been so many stats and figures about monarchy. Yeah, and I remember reading somewhere that there are only forty-three hmm. monarchies in the world. Hmm. And, and this is probably the most famous one. Yeah, and you also mentioned that the Queen is the longest-serving English monarch, British monarch, right? You said that apparently there was somebody in France. That's who, right. Uh, has uh, was on the throne for seventy-two years. I'm so not sure Majesty, who now. Probably one of the Louis. Yeah. So, Ma- so Her Majesty still has a little bit of little bit of catching up to do to become the longest-serving monarch anywhere in the world. But tell me, what stood out for you between the two of us? We've watched a lot of telly, watched a lot of the entertainment live. We've been to street parties. We've we've really um, lived it up in the last three four days. What what do you want to start I, I with? I want to start with the street. Do you know what I really want to start with? Hmm. Uh, what you normally say about uh, partners, parents, broadcasters? What the bola ni dunne? Bol diya maine sabse pehle. Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We are partners, parents, broadcasters. Oh, podcasters and clearly. My mind was somewhere else. Exactly. Where was your mind? What were you thinking of? I was, th- I was thinking of too many things. Mm. Like, uh, how long is this going to go on for? Yes. What are we going to talk about? Yep. 
Do you have any topics? Yes, I do. Shall I start or will you start? Well, I'll tell you the the best thing I did was I went to my parents' street party. Yeah. Now, not every place is having a street party. Yeah. I kind of gate crashed my parents' one. Mm. And they've lived there for 30 years and I know all the neighbors. Mm. And it was wonderful. Also, you can tell how affluent my dad's street is. Mm. With a champagne flying around. I thought, wow, yeah. You were saying that everybody almost came with a case, right? And the bar was well stocked. You went with our boys, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bouncy castles. I don't know how they got a bouncy castle and a table tennis. Um, table tennis and there was a pool table. Hmm. It was crazy. Hmm. In the middle of the street. And then in the middle, the, the police came. Hmm. And I thought, uh-oh. But they, they came to have cake. Hmm. It's quite nice. You know, the one thing we didn't want to do, again, looking back, it was a historic event maybe we should have but then being Londoners we know exactly what it feels like to be squashed with the rest of the world all the tourists were in London and Londoners of course so we didn't want to be a part of that crowd on the mall as they say when um, the fly past and everything happened we watched that from the comfort of our living room but we did go to west to the west end and we did go to Fortram and Masons and Anyone who's been to London knows Fortram and Mason. It's the most historic store, shop, call it what you will. We with, talked about it last week. With multiple royal warrants and they really were dressed to the nines, you know. And I was surprised, you know, the uh, Jubilee, Platinum Jubilee souvenirs that Fortram had. Beautiful biscuit tins and musical tins and chocolates and marmalade and very English things uh, given a lick of Jubilee paint, if you will. They were flying off the shelves. I think virtually everyone queuing up at the tills had something. Did they have those specific. tote bags? Uh, they had tote bags. You know, we. I, my favorite tote bag is the Fortram, which I have, which you actually bought me. But they've given it a little red smear. You know that. What is it? Is it? A, it's a crustacean. It's a crab, right? Yeah, yes. It was holding up it's some a lobster, plates. Lobster. It's a lobster. So the lobster has been given a little lick of gold paint just to make it uh, relevant to the jubilee. Although it is her platinum jubilee, I don't know why gold, but anyway, just to make it a bit more festive. So the day we were in West End, I mean, it was absolutely crazy. The streets were packed. And I think two years after the harrowing two years that we'd had, thanks to COVID, it felt so good to be lost in a crowd in your own city, to be swept away by a tide of tourists who were making their way down Piccadilly and, you know, the streetlights and the Mall and Hyde Park, Green Park, that entire area beautiful i love the fact that all the, and the, not just tourists mm. the people who live here as well with top hats and the union jack and carrying yeah. their own chairs those yeah. foldable chairs yeah. a picnic in the park i think london i'm sure we speak for the entire country but because we are londoners we can only say with certainty about london it really put up a great show and everyone now while you went to fortman mason's mm. i hopped on a tube hmm. and went to the O2, Indigo O2. I went to see a Desi concert. Hmm. Uh, it was a primarily, it was a Pakistani concert. Hmm. And I'm a great fan of um, Sajjad Ali. Hmm. So I wanted to see him. Sajjad Ali. I used to call him Sajjad. Okay. We're old pals, Sajjad. Yeah. yeah. And um, it also has the Leo twins who yeah. have become a great fan since lockdown. Hmm. And I think there was, um, I forgot her name now, Aima Beg. Aima Beg, yeah who um, sung that song in um, 35 Trouble. Hmm. That one, I'm Jackie Chan, I'm a fan yeah. of Jackie Chan. Yeah. What's the song? Uh, I'm not an item number. Yeah. I'm item number nahi karungi jo karna hai karwale. So, um, I'm I, to show I, what kind of taste you have in music, but anyway. No, no, I really, uh, no, I thought uh, Sajad Ali hmm. was amazing. Hmm. Anyway. What is the Jubilee and related stuff that you've been watching on TV? The thing is that I had to come back on the train hmm 
with all these jubilee because the, the party at the palace had just finished exactly the same time mm, the saturday night yeah so it was just crazy mm. you know whistles some yeah. people rather tipsy mm. it was uh, good fun i've been catching up on a lot of these jubilee shows that the bbc has been airing for the last entire week actually and that's what makes you realize why the bbc has the reputation it does and enjoys the popularity that it does around the world so meticulously researched archival footage that nobody else in the world would have access to but the bbc so there was one about this many people were talking about it's called the unseen queen and this was the first time that her majesty actually gave people gave the bbc access to her private home videos and i'm actually every couple of years you know no but you know there's a little clip clip no, snippets of i know that but there are there videos. are photographs and there are videos that people have seen over the years everybody has seen on big occasions but that's what they said that this had archival footage that no one had previously seen other than the close the family members other than the queen absolutely fascinating you know as right from the time when she's a little girl and margaret is you know crawling behind her and they're going up and down on a bike and their dad is running around and absolutely and the voice over is by the queen as well by the way so she's explaining you know did you like uh, yesterday's um concert no yeah what prince charles said about his mummy and no. papa what was it what did he say how important they are mm-hmm. how he misses his papa yeah, and yeah. also about um Um, I can't remember what the other things he said, but I'm always talking about Paddington. Yeah, but yeah, I thought you wanted to talk about the Paddington sketch. That was very good. Hmm. It's nearly as good as the James Bond sketch ten years ago. Yeah, and it's brilliant. It's gone around the world. I'm sure people know what we're talking about. Her Majesty making an appearance. I think that clip has gone uh, viral anyway. Yeah, and it finishes hmm. with her tapping her tea. Take up to hmm. the tune of "We Will Rock You," hmm. which starts hmm. with the with all the guards. God's been playing it. Yeah. So that that would have been quite special. I think it took everyone by surprise. No one won exactly in the same way that no one was expecting the Bonds, the Bond sketch at the Olympics. This was really good. There was another show that uh, that a news reader that we admire, both of us admire Clive Myrie. A couple of months ago there he was reporting from I thought you just talked about him doing the Queen's thing. That's no, that was program. that was the unseen oh. Queen. Clive yeah. Myrie did uh, the Crown Jewels. Oh, I see. And even he was given unprecedented access to the crown jewels and they said we've used modern technology to film the jewels from every angle and it's about the crown and the scepter and the uh, and the two biggest diamonds in the world and how you know the, the history behind I talk about the Kohinoor uh, no it's not the Kohinoor by the way it's not the biggest diamond in the world perhaps one of the most talked about one of the most disputed diamonds it's not the biggest diamond no, in the world no no there's i forget now what was the name what it's the name the was something there. one and something two I forget what the two big the two biggest uh the Kohinoor is also on her crown but there's another one which is right in the center and then the big heart shaped one which is in the scepter um fascinating absolutely fascinating i think even if you're not a royalist if even if you have a passing interest in history just to see what these gems represent how they were acquired what the story is or the back story is going back hundreds of years absolutely fascinating Um what else what else have we have we been doing uh, there's like there's been my sad joke bollywood pun on the occasion was of course which bollywood film sums up the mood of the nation i said it was bunting or bubbly because there was bunting everywhere there you was look. a lot of bunting and there was a lot of bubbly being 
consumed as well. Oh yeah, that, especially as on my uh, my parents' street party. Yeah. And what, another thing that was really interesting there was mm. there was all different ages. So my dad and my, my mom and dad have lived there for thirty years. So mm. all these people who know me, mm. and then obviously new people come along and you meet them for the first time. Yeah, new young families. Some people renting. Mm. You know, some people brought their first house. You know, mm. it's it's nice mm. to meet your neighbors. What do you Which is very sad because where we live, hmm. we don't actually know anyone, I think, do yeah, we? Yeah, but that is this generation, right? Um, wh wh what are your memories of the previous jubilees that Her Majesty's had? Do you remember anything from her golden, from her golden we were here, 2012, right? Somehow, I'm... I'm, I'm so can I catch Ati? How old I am that I remember, uh, you know, the coronation? The cor no, coronation, tha but you will have seen on TV yoga enough to remember bits of it. You know, it was restored in color a few years ago. That might have been on her. Oh, you mean they reshot it in the 80s? Yeah. Um, so, what an amazing four days it's been in the UK. And, and touch wood, the weather held out. Yeah. For it, was, it was predicted to pour today. Yeah. But it didn't. And the first three days were really lovely, you know. I mean, uh, London in the summer on a sunny day, any day feels like the best place on earth. But when you've got London dressed up to party for the Queen's 70th. Right now, a couple of hours ago, all these buses went past, you know, with Cliff Richard on one and hmm. loads of famous people from different eras and generations. What did you think about... You know about Cliff Richard? Because he was a bit uh, peeved off. Because he, he wasn't invited he, to sing. He, he didn't sing yesterday. And hmm. there was a lot of controversy that why didn't he and hmm. Paul McCartney and Mick Jagger, very British icons, hmm. not turn up on stage. Hmm. And instead you had the... Um, Diana Rosses and all. But then you don't know the backstory. Some yeah, of them may have been indisposed. Some of them may, may not have wanted to sing, you know, because you know what they say about your Rod Stewart has uh, said, you know, Rod Stewart yesterday had to sing. He sang Sweet Caroline. Hmm. And the general consensus is that he ruined it. Hmm. But he's saying the BBC forced me to sing that song yeah, hmm. as an English anthem because, you know, World Cup, England took it to heart. Yeah. The and Neil, Neil Diamond song. I'm sure these are things that superstars have to take into consideration. You know, if you have anthems which generations have grown up on, do you really want to ruin it at the end of your career singing it live when you're not really in a fit state to sing it live? I'm sure there are many who wouldn't do that, you know. Maybe in fit state. He's a fantastic singer. It's no, just but he's old now. So he maybe he finds it hard to belt it out with the same kind of energy and gusto which any human being would if, if you've had a hit when you were 40 or 50 you're not expected to you know it's not his hit that's a, that was what he's complaining about it wasn't his song so he he's saying that if he, he was singing one of his songs he would have done he a did sing his songs hmm. but he had to sing a, uh, this as well a Neil Diamond song suddenly hmm. it is so I'm sure there are many celebrities who make that call and they choose not to sing live uh, after a certain point Speaking of controversial things, what did you think about Harry and Meghan's appearance uh, at St. Paul's and the fact that the Prime Minister and his wife were booed? They're very controversial. You know, some papers are saying, oh, they were cheered. Mm. Some people say, oh, I mean, I heard them being booed. Mm. Yeah, What I could see on TV. But um, everyone's spinning it around now. Mm. Some are saying that Harry and Meghan got booed. Yeah. But I think by and large, the country was able to rise above politics and even we wouldn't... The independent newspaper mm. actually said the most popular royal is Meghan. Meghan. Mm. Yeah. Uh, when they did a survey. And I think the occasion was such that even though we are not diehard royalists ourselves, you just get swept by the emotion because when you actually see the pomp and ceremony, you become a part of it. And, you know, I don't think I've ever bought an OK or a hello, hello um, unless... 
you know i was planning a trip to india which i am this year and my friends daughters young teenage daughters say that could you please get us okay and hello so we can see you what they were wearing and we can have some sort of a souvenir not uh, the bantok boys uh, uh the bantok oh, sorry. boys yes uh, the, uh, more commonly known as bts oh bts yeah the bts is all over the place but you know the ro- english royalty the british monarchy still has that sway on people you know you like to see beautiful people in beautiful gowns wearing all their crown jewels which is something okay and hello really presented so beautifully to you that you know you would like to have one as a souvenir so uh it's been a fun uh, weekend and uh, we're not even talking about bollywood this weekend otherwise it would have been a uh a bollywood put on you a part you uh, mean the ifas the ifas at yas island abu dhabi that was another party that everybody's been talking about but we'll talk about that another time maybe so this was just a quick this was just jubilee a quick celebration jubilee celebration giving you a sense of what we've been up to what we enjoyed what we've uh seen and done in the last four days wherever you are in the world uh thank you so much for tuning in and tell us if you um There's saw any of it huge global audience yeah if you saw any of it or if you participated in in anything in your country to mark her majesty's 70 year reign what would. was very nice was that after the first day hmm. we know that the queen was she had mobility issues so she yeah. didn't turn up for yeah. the other two things but today a couple of hours ago hmm. she did pop up again in the in her balcony hmm. at the end of the parade yeah the pageant yeah. the pageant the pageant people must have really loved that how hindustani am i did i say pageant you did yeah oh thanks a ton pageant i don't know what happens to me sometimes you know and but they, when they were interviewing members of the audience everybody was saying the same thing that of course nothing her majesty's health comes first nothing is more important than that but of course we are a little bit disappointed that we were hoping to see her on day 2 and day 3 as well and we weren't able to and i think this is also a transition for um, Prince Charles. Hmm. Everyone's watching how he's taking the reins now. And even Kate is sharing uh, many of her majesty's duty, right? They're saying that even Kate steps in for her many many times on several occasions when she has asked Kate to, you know, be at certain events so uh, granddaughter-in-law. Granddaughter-in-law, yeah. And I think even on even the TV shows that I'm talking about, anything that gives you a glimpse of her majesty firsthand when you hear her speak, that is what, you know, makes her human you know makes her an icon who is also uh, someone who uh, laughs and cries and is sensitive to things uh, for instance in one of the shows i forget which one i think it was the one about crown jewels they've got a clip from 2019 when she's sitting with a historian and he's brought her her crown which her majesty wears every year only for one day the state the opening of parliament, parliament right yes. so he's brought her the crown which i don't think she did this year and she didn't do this yet she, prince charles officiated so they're looking at the crown the two of them are sitting there and they're looking at the crown and she's saying hmm it's rather heavy isn't it and let me have a look you know and she's having a look at it and then she's saying that oh, then she's looking at it as though she really hasn't and then he said ma'am i don't think you've seen it in a long time she says no i haven't and then she said that oh my god she's looking at the craftsmanship and she's saying It's impossible to tell you know which is front and which is back because it's just so perfectly done it's so symmetrical. So even when she's commenting on things which are all hers anyway but of course they're kept in the tower of London. It's fascinating to see what her take on her crown jewels you know what her take is on on life as she's known it. But uh, that's it. I think uh, I think we should say bye-bye and uh, The next time we are back in 2 weeks time we will be talking about all the usual things as well which is you know we haven't talked for a long time about khana pina you want to talk about khana pina mm khana pina to kafi hai mezbar kiya hai no you know um, they've just had a mooli ke parathe huh. 
after years, you don't really get mooli ke paratha and gobi ke paratha. If you go anywhere, it's just aloo ke paratha, aloo ke paratha. Yeah, But unless you go to specific Asian pockets where I'm sure they make methi, mooli, gajar, aloo. But you're right, aloo is the most common. Let's not get sidetracked. Let's keep this all about the eaten mess and what are the other English puddings I'm trying to think of. What happened to your lemon poussin? Lemon poussin and all the rest of it. We shall come back with food and drink and TV shows and Bollywood films in the next episode. Until then, thank you so much for tuning into the Shabby and Man podcast. Ciao. Bye-bye.